In the spring of 2021, Mickey Weems was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer and was given 6 to 12 months to live. This episode was recorded in November of 2022. My name is Donna Blanchard. While we recognize that Mickey is dying, we would like to welcome you to another day of his life. Hello, Mickey Weems. Aloha. How's everybody? I... Well, I'll let James and Susan speak for themselves on my, I'm on my eighth week of long COVID, but I am improving week by week noticeably. So I, uh, um, it's amazing how when you get sick and then you start feeling better, it's almost worth it because it feels so good to feel like yourself again. Um, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. James and Susan, how are you two doing? Not too bad. Uh, it's been kind of a busy couple of weeks, but uh, been pretty good otherwise. Good to see everyone back at another uh, great recording session. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I'm doing doing good. I actually had a birthday this weekend that I was working. I had work, but I squeezed in a little time just to content myself with the scary movie and a hot dog that was totally evil and filled with sodium. <laughs> it made me totally happy. I was like. I was content. I was content. Oh, uh, good. And happy birthday. Was it your birthday? It will. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, I just, thank you very much. Birthday, Susan. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Happy super birthday. simple, but, but simple things bring you joy. Amen. <laughs> I agree. And, and how are you, Mickey? Um, Ben, every time I talk to you guys, I tell, I tell you, it's been a rough last couple of weeks, uh, but this week was especially especially challenging um or last week within the last couple of weeks i had pneumonia i I went to the er uh, a week ago tomorrow and a week ago back right on wednesday and um i'm glad i did because i caught it in time we caught it in time the doctors were happy that i did it but that was probably the result of hypothermia the week before compounded by the death of my friend mark matheson so those two things i think did a, a one-two punch on me mark matheson was um very dear friend he trained me to become a marine his wife shay and i we became friends after this we we, we knew of each other before because she would listen in our on mark and my conversations <clears throat> so been trying to help Shay get through the process. I, my phone has been on 24 seven for her. So I didn't get good sleep. Mm. And so I set myself up to become sick and I did. Mm. But uh, the, the problem was, is that's before Halloween weekend. And I had the, the Lunar Vibes Festival to go to North Shore where I gave a presentation. And it's Halloween, which of course is a big day. And yesterday had the uh, KTUH uh, Monday Night Live session where i did my own music yeah i listened in on that 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 was that was pretty cool let um first of all i i want to back up a little bit but while we're on the topic of ktuh is that on um is that in the cloud somewhere people can listen to it we're going to make sure that it is Locke lynch is there has been volunteering to be their sound manager i think you all know who Locke is he's an awesome guy yeah he is an awesome man and so we did a four hour practice yesterday beforehand. Of course, I'm dead because of the weekend, but I managed to get through it. K2H is such a mixed bag for me because when I left it, I left it not being too happy with it. There was serious, serious mismanagement 
and mal malintention by management that occurred for a couple of years during the time of COVID. And that still has not been fully addressed, but I'm hoping that the new management has learned from that. What they did is they basically treated everybody who was not a student as if they were the enemy. Oh, that's no fun to walk into. Right, and James, James you know just how, you know, that, that uh, a lot of the burden for keeping the station on the air fell upon community supporters. And a lot of us were alum. It's not like we were never students. We were, but we, mm. we just continued for love of the station. And the way that we were treated was absolutely hideous. And as I said, it has not been, so far as I know, it has not been addressed except kind of like behind closed doors. It's never uh -huh. openly been talked about, except for myself and a couple of other alumni that have spoken up. Well, I so, hope you had a good experience there yesterday. It was, it was a good experience. Bittersweet, as you can it, imagine. Also uh, because yeah. I can't go back to the station anymore. It's too cold. Oh, let's so let we'll make sure that that uh, music is available on the website. So let's talk about the hypothermia, because you don't hear people in Hawaii say that very often. <laughs> yeah, um, I have been uh, learning how to fire dance when it started raining. And so for the for the practice session, which is like three or four hours, I was out in the rain and I was just getting very cold. My, I, I'm, I'm very, very sensitive to cold. Mm. So. Afterwards, I, I left before that before it actually closed out because I wanted to get I wanted to get home before the rains hit. The rains hit right when I was on my scooter, and I was shivering so badly that I almost couldn't ride the scooter. I was shaking so badly. I get home. Noelle takes one look at me and says, "You have hypothermia." She's worried because she says my lips are blue, my skin is clammy, I'm chattering. Uh, I, I was freezing. So I managed to warm up and I thought I was okay, but of course compounded with the death of Mark and helping out his widow was um, tough, but it was also good. So getting, getting pneumonia was, Noel said, that's the consequence. And I, I said, you're right. Cause I was thinking, okay, that's, that's the cancer and it's getting worse. No, 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 no. That was me pushing myself too hard. So last night when I was done with everything, done with the radio show, you know my motto, when things get bad, you make it worse. I went out dancing. Mm. And so I got home around five o'clock in the morning. And I'm so happy that I did. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you're happy that you did. Ill-advised. We're not advising anyone to go do something like right. that, would you? Have pneumonia. It is, um, have you, had you had pneumonia before? Yes, the cancer? It's, it's a reoccurring thing. It's going to happen pretty much every but, once in a while. But before the cancer, did you have it? No. <clears throat> well, okay. I can't I did one time and I remember what it was like with pneumonia, with my body. You've got to be really careful because a lot of times you don't show the overt side. You're not coughing a whole lot because it's deep. It's real deep inside. <clears throat> That's what I'm wondering if there if there's a first of all, I um i'm lucky to say that i've never had it so i don't know what it feels like at all and i'm i'm wondering if it feels different now that because you have a little uh, a little bit of the garden has grown into one of your lungs right 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 the lilies are there yeah oh by the way a big shout out to dj vi dj ait for scheduling this and having faith in me that i'd be around for a halloween uh broadcast uh that's wonderful how long ago was it scheduled a couple months ago like sometime in the summertime that's nice that's good and it paid off yep 
So what does pneumonia feel like? It's uh, fatigue, of course. The uh, throat scratching and sometimes coughing that will not go away. The uh, well for me because what they did they shot me up full of full of antibiotics. Then uh, what happens? My body reacts to that, and I hiccup. So I hiccup for three days straight. That sounds terrible. Horrible. But I'm over it now. That's good. And I didn't hiccup during the broadcast. You sprung back. So uh, do you think <clears throat> there was a difference between when you had it before the cancer and now? Um, let me think. Um, right now, well, they treat it faster now. They're, they're, they're not, oh. um, not going to play. They're going to, boom, knock it out. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, did you, uh, it, it was a result, um, uh, uh, I accept that it was a result of, your sadness for the loss of your friend and your attention to uh, his widow. Um, did you also have concern about how precarious it is for you to get that now? A little bit. The, the, the other concern, of course, was KTUH through Vi, she runs the uh, Monday Night Live, was so kind as to extend me this. They have, they have really, they've been really, really good to me. The new management is, so far as I can tell, golden. They're, they're doing a really, really good job. They're, they're dealing with these issues pretty successfully. I've, I've started listening to the station again. I stopped listening for a while because, of, because it was nothing but canned music and I, I wanted to hear live. But now I'm listening to it again. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of good to, it's good to be, good, good to be a KTUH fan again. Uh, so KTUH is the radio station for the University of Hawaii at Manoa right. and Mickey and James have both been involved there for quite some time. Uh, uh, and, it, and it was, a, the, the show was a lot of fun. Um, it was, I, I worked with two Hoku award winners. The, one was Locke, Locke Lynch. And the yeah. other one was uh, star uh, Kala. I know star, but I've never known I think it's Cal, Cal, I think it's tall, Real tall, slender man. No, woman. Oh, not the star I know. She then. is beautiful. She's imposing. She, her voice is like an angel. Uh, she's going to be singing with the symphony this next week. Oh, wonderful! But, she's won. She's won Hoku Awards too. The Hoku Awards for people that don't know, it's a, it's a award. It's an award given to Hawaiian or Hawaii musicians that have made their mark. Star herself is Hawaiian. Locke is not, but he's helped produce Hawaiians over and over and over again. He's been very, very supportive of the community. Yeah. But let's talk about the type of music that you did. Okay. The, well, some of it was a little dirge, dir dirge sad, because with the song On the Day I Die is a really, really sad one. Um, you want me to sing it for you? Give us a little taste. Okay. So, Stars will supernova, galaxies collide. Everything is new again on the day I die. Joy will fill the dance floor. Everyone will fly. Gravity will disappear on the day I die. There's a little touch for you. That's I think it's really depressing. The, the lyrics are, but it certainly doesn't sound like a dirge. It's which yeah, is it's, which is mm -hmm. you your personality mm -hmm. wrapped up in a nutshell. Yeah, it's, it's it's me manifesting Morrissey. The Smiths. Uh, gotcha. It was it was was the music all you practiced, but it was 
it's what I heard anyway sounded impromptu. You were giving direction live right. because we had only that one day of practice, so we were still we still weren't a hundred percent, you know, put into place. So I knew what I wanted, and they trusted me that uh, what I wanted was good. So they helped me out with that a lot. It was it was it was pretty amazing because when when we were done, I thought this is this is terrible, this is horrible, this radio show is bad, my voice is bad, the production was bad, everything was bad. I don't know have you ever beaten yourself up like that on a project? Oh I'm yeah, sure you have, daily. You know? <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I, I I found out that it was being broadcast this morning, so I listened to it and you know, kind of in, in trepidation. I thought, hmm, this is not that bad. So I was, I was, I was, I was happy. I'm, I'm happy with it. It's, it's, it's a legacy thing. And, you know, it's a start. It's, it's not, it's by no means perfect, but it's a start. It shows that it can be done. And I can memorize, I memorize all four. I, I get really nervous when I sing in front of people and I forget the lyrics. I was able to pretty much, I, I had them in front of me, of course, written, but I was able to, that was, I did it. It could be done. Nice. I think that, uh, you know, it's good mm -hmm. to have commitments it's important to have things to look forward to. That's something that I learned about myself a long time ago. If I have something I'm mm -hmm. really happy about uh, on my calendar somewhere in the future, it's always going to affect me positively. What kind of, what kind of things do you have on your calendar? Right now? Mm -hmm. Locke is planning something else. He hasn't told me. It's going to be a surprise. So that's on the calendar there's a show in chinatown uh an exhibit uh on in the space of uh was it words and letters oh, okay the space run by um Miley. one of the meyer sisters yeah by miley the she she wants to do something uh with the comic book the comic book is coming oh, along pretty well perfect uh so for those of you who don't know uh doing i'm doing a comic book on a superhero who has stage four cancer based on people in my life there's the everybody that's in it is there's a real person that they're that they're being modeled after. <clears throat> nice. Fun. That's Kit perfect. In it. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. a perfect venue for to do something with that. And I don't uh, know if you can see Kit Kat. I can I can see her. She looks very content laying over happy. there on your bed. <laughs> Ever since I've been sick, she's been sleeping by my head. That's new. She didn't use fairly to. new, yeah. She she does it consistently now. She likes sitting right. She, I guess watching over and make sure I'm okay. That's lovely. <laughs> um, I used to have a cat that would lay on my pillow <clears throat> above my head, and I could feel her purr. And I swear, yeah. she did it to help me get to sleep every night. <laughs> oh yeah, it is wonderful. It's, it's like you know, per per therapy. Yeah. Uh. So what? Uh, do you have any trepidation about putting things on your calendar? Are you no. drawing a line at some point and saying, nope. I'm not scheduling after that? Noelle says something to me. She said, why are you even giving people a deadline? You have no idea when you're going. So just stop. And you know, Noelle is not always the most um, gentle person in the world, mm. but she's pretty much always right. <laughs> and I thought, you know, you're right, Noel. Why am I even considering these things? You know, I'm just going to say I don't know, because it's, it's been proven wrong three times so far. Yeah. So. And you don't we'll see, see your you, you you see your doctor again next month. Yeah. 
this weekend and when I pushed myself last night, I knew that I was pushing myself over the edge. I knew that by mm -hmm. going out that I was really taking a risk and I didn't want to do the usual things that would make me feel okay. In order to dance, I have to do certain substances. They're, they are basically medication because mm -hmm. if I don't do them, I can't function. So last night I resisted it because I knew I was tired. I knew I'd just gotten over a long weekend in the rain because it rained like crazy for Lunar Vibes and North Shore. And we were intense. Uh, <laughs> it had its fun moments, but it was, it was really tough. And then the radio show, which stressed me out tremendously because I wanted to make sure I did it right. You know, I may be critical of KTUH, but I love KTUH. I put many years there and I wanted to give the station my best. Well, and that that's a big thing, too, is your perfectionism, your your commitment to commitment and your level of perfectionism, I would imagine, are keeping you going even on tough days. Yep. Well, the other thing, too, is I knew that this chance to get on the radio station was it was perhaps literally once in a lifetime. So I I knew that my voice would be like a frog because of the weekend. I knew that I would not be on my top game but that I would do it anyway. And I'm so glad that I did. Locke, Star, Connor Medeiros, Corin Medeiros, and a guitarist by the name of Samson. They really, they came through for me and they did it. They did it just because they wanted to help. That, that, was, that's, that was their entire thing. They wanted to help. And then they go telling me just how privileged they felt. And I thought the one who's privileged is me. You know, you guys, you guys are good. Corin uh, sang for Jesus Christ Superstar. The production of it he was kyphus star of course and Locke. they're phenomenal Locke is a phenomenal drummer and samson is a is a wonderful guitarist so i'm the one person without talent and they're backing me up god knows why so well you know you're living in a very interesting time of your life where we do all want to help you and you have, you know, your, your calendar is your own, except for you have to sleep a lot more. Um, you, you, but you, you have the opportunity to kind of follow your dreams right now. And I mean, you've created that for yourself. That's an interesting space to live in. It is. I've never had this before. Yeah. Most never of us haven't. Yeah, people, I mean, um, another thing Jared set up, uh, I think that he spoke with you, James, or did he not? Uh, I didn't speak to Jared. I got a chance to hear a little bit of the show. Sounds okay. Fantastic. So Jared Susie set up a fun through something butter, which is a uh, crowdsource for funding. And he's going to include the podcast in it with you guys' permission. He also asked if he could use the, or I asked, if, if we could use that logo that you have up, that lily in the middle of the turquoise. Oh, sure. Yeah, by all means. Could you, could you please send that, just, just that without any writing? And we'll, we will use that if that's okay. That, that, that can, I, I, think, I can't think of a better symbol for where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, email, I'll email you. Uh, I don't think I connected with Jared. I only spoke with the gentleman who helped with the uh, GoFundMe. So not the butter. Right. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, the other J name. <laughs> What, what Jared did was Jared set up a, a website where he praises me to the skies. And then he, he basically browbeat me in a very good way. So, okay, no, you've got to come up with a list of things. 
come up with you. You're talking about your Kuleana list, right? You don't have a bucket list. You have a Kuleana list, a list of responsibilities that you want to fulfill before you go. He said, what are they? Uh, so I had to think about it. And I came up with four main things. The first one was a scholarship for the study of communitas, which I know I've mentioned in this show is this, the understanding of human kindness and the connections between people as a very real social force, which a lot of people don't treat it as. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is a, a, a warrior's PTSD fund or collective where guys that have PTSD from war can talk to each other and be connected to professionals because the, the, the organizations that are there for them, they miss them a lot of times. They don't always get them. So mm -hmm. I wanted to do that. And, I'm, and Shay, Mark's, Mark's widow, is going to be in charge of that. And what she wants to aim at, which I think is even better, she wants to talk with the, the spouses of people with PTSD. And I thought, you know what? That's a good launch point. Because mm -hmm. if you talk to the spouses, you can talk to the, 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 the ones that have the PTSD too, you know? that you can kind of get it, get to them around that way because it's hard to find them. A lot of times they, they just don't, they're either just so lost that they, they have no means for you to contact them. Maybe their wives, maybe their daughters, you know, husbands, um, children can, can help out. Their sons can help, you know, bring them around to people that will follow them and, and you know, nag them into getting the benefits they deserve. One minute. Okay. I'll tell, tell you what the last one is. The last okay. one is uh, the Knights of Pueo, which we talked about before. Yeah, the, the, that's your uh, friends who are committed to helping others uh, in the name of the Knights of Pueo. Yeah. Right. In and, a nutshell. And, for, and preserving the Pueo, the actual owl that's uh, endangered here on the island of Oahu. Yeah. That's really lovely. I think that. Um, being you're definitely making the most of being in this space and um allowing other people to be a part of it it seems so important it's well it's communitas right mm -hmm. you're living it <clears throat> and um we're happy place. to be a part of it well we're all happy to be a part of it and i'm afraid we have to wrap up but as always mickey thank you so much sure aloha aloha I'm Donna Blanchard. James Charisma is our producer. Susan Wright is our content advisor, PR agent, and support team member. Music generously donated by Kainani Kahaunaele from her Hoku Award-winning album, Waipunale. We're all here to support our friend Mickey and help him help all of us to learn about living while dying.